to kick off my first question. Um, yeah. So with like the, I guess, business of like getting photos, developing photos, uh, film and all that, I want to ask you what was like the thing that pushed you to kind of take it in your own hands? Because obviously there is like, you know, franchises like Henry's cameras or like, you know, certain like film developing uh, yeah. like, services um, around sort of. But I want to know like what like I guess made you take it into your own hands and like actually follow through with it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so actually on the topic of Henry's, I used to work at Henry's. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. So I went to school for two years and then started working at Henry's and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we before I left, we ran into issues of having like four to six week turnarounds, which is now I think they're saying 12 to 16 weeks. <sighs> and I am I could shoot like 50 rolls over a summer and not mm. care as long as they're on my desk. But the second I drop them off, I'm like, is my film ready? Is my film ready? So yeah. I'm super impatient. I was like, I'm just gonna start doing it myself. And then I was like, I could probably offer this for other people. And it, like, at the very least, fund my film habit. Like, as mm. long as I'm making enough money to pay for the chemicals and pay for my own film, like, that's cool, whatever. And it kind of blew up into way more than I had ever anticipated. <laughs> okay, that's really cool. Cause like I remember seeing your page, and um, I just I initially thought like with the whole branding and everything of it, I thought like Film Co was just like a, a like a, a brand, like you know like like because uh, it was like you know Niagara Film Co. Yeah. I thought I thought it was like, you know, it was like a Toronto Film Co. Uh, oh yeah, no, I, that's right. I never even thought about that. That's my, yeah, my that makes sense. Initial, my initial reaction was just like, oh, like it's a franchise. Then yeah, like the hearing like, you know, or whatever. Yeah, the Niagara branch of it. Yeah. So then yeah. hearing people be like, oh, like, um, well, like this. I I know the guy who runs it. Oh, where? Like, like did he move here? Did he do whatever? Yeah. Oh no, like he's been around. Like, it's, it's just his own thing. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's just like the, I don't even know the name just like hey, I was like Niagara Film Co. It's okay, good. cool. That's professional, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, speaking on that though, I want to talk about what what was the thing that you ran into that was the most difficult when either you can kind of give all three when starting it, yeah. while in the process of it, and right now, what are like the three, I guess, hardest things? So like the hardest thing when you first started out, the hardest thing like you know when you kind of like you're got kind of got into it and like the hardest thing right now kind of dealing with uh the business or like even the process of film uh developing yeah uh so i don't that's tough like so starting generally i feel like people would say like getting the name out there is going to be the hardest thing mm -hmm. um working at henry's i was fortunate enough where you know people would come in and they'd say oh you know can i drop my film off i'd be like yeah it's gonna be like six weeks and they're like oh my god that's too long i'm kind of like under the table like yo i know a guy he can get it done in like two weeks like here's a card so like that was mm -hmm. nice yeah um but it was mainly just like finding I, i'm gonna say the hardest thing to start was getting content to be able to post online to be like hey this is what we're doing this is like what we offer versus being like just like a graphic or something like that 
and like having multiple different styles on there rather than just only my photos that was probably the hardest thing um during the process though i run into a few snags um so i started it when did i start i started september of 2020 so this is like six months into the pandemic when things were still pretty pretty fresh i guess you could say um supply chains were rough there's a ton of issues uh i ran into a few times where i was like i've got 20 25 rolls sitting here that i need to develop and i cannot find chemicals anywhere all of my suppliers are out oh no yeah i would run into issues where like i would order chemicals pay for the chemicals and then a refund would pop up on my card and i'd be like what the hell's going on here and i would have to reach out to the supplier and they're like oh yeah sorry like you know um henry's for example uh (laughs) ordered it and we had to fulfill them because they're a bigger contract so i was like having chemicals pulled out from underneath me by bigger companies so that was uh, a struggle so there was a lot of like hey you know it's a week turnaround we're delayed you're gonna get your film in a couple weeks so it was hard to keep that um kind of consistency balance. going yeah and it's hard because you're like promising people a quick turnaround and then you're like hey it's actually gonna be a couple weeks like we're so sorry so that kind of sucked and then right now the hardest thing is probably like it's only me I'm the only person here. I do the emails, the Instagram, the scanning, the developing, the everything, which is great because I I like having the full control over it. Like if somebody's film gets screwed up, it's my fault. I can't blame anybody else. You can't be like, oh, Um, Steve, this guy, or (laughs) exactly, yeah, yeah. Like I've had a few times where I had somebody help me out with scanning or whatever, and it just it isn't what I would want. So I'm like, I'm just gonna do it myself, which is fine. But keeping up with all the orders because now Henry's is sending people to me. I'm like, really? okay, I've got a lot of film. Yeah. So, oh my uh, God. Because, yeah, because I w- used to work there. Like, I know some of the people and they're like, are you still taking orders? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I still am. So they're sending people to me, which is great. But now I've got, watch, I'm sitting at my desk right now. I have 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, plus the seven from the workshop. I've got like 45 rolls of film that I need to get through. <laughs> And I'm like, that's a lot of film. So staying consistent and keeping on top of things and finding ways to obviously innovate and, you know, do more than just send us your film, we'll develop it and send it to you. Like doing yeah. things like this workshop or uh, we just partnered with Lomography to sell their products, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's been, that's the biggest thing. It's like trying to find a way to grow. It's kind of crazy that a chain like you know obviously you work there you know you know people there but even it's still like the fact that you're getting recommend like recommended by henry's for a faster turnaround rather than them pushing their like you know 12 week 14 yeah. week um film de- development just says a lot about like it, you know your brain and stuff and i want to know um what was the biggest thing you had to understand or overcome while owning like a brand uh oh i would say probably running the the biggest thing to understand i guess is that you can't necessarily make everybody happy Mm. um like some people will send their film in and 
like we'll get a lot of our, our people are like Brock students or college students, I guess, that are like taking photos in basement parties without flashes and then sending it to me and I'm developing it and a camera with 30 photos on it is producing like six photos. Mm. And then they're like, oh, like, well, you know, what happened to all my photos? And I'm like, unfortunately, like, you didn't have the flash going or, like, whatever caused the issues. So, like, most of the role was blank because it was way too dark. Mm. So having to, like, understand that people aren't going to be happy about that and navigating, like, the customer support side of things, I guess. Like, I've always been in retail or customer support one way or another. Mm -hmm. But now, like, I mean, I used to be able to be like, oh, like, sorry, I, that's not me, like, speak to the manager or like, oh, you know, contact customer support. But I guess now yeah. it's like, well, that's me. Contact I'm, me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm customer support. I'm the manager. I'm I'm everybody. So that's been the biggest thing to kind of to learn and get used to. And it's kind of crazy that, again, like, you know, like with, with having to deal with all that on your own still with the amount of, like, influx that you're receiving, is there anything like that has been helping you with this or like anything like anything that you've been doing like you know when you start compared to when you started out the stuff you've been doing differently to kind of ease the process rather than like feeling like a heavy heavy pressure on you to get all this stuff done all at once and answer all these emails and put out all these posts uh well i'm i'm lucky enough that like i'm well, i guess maybe not lucky enough. i'm on my phone a lot mm -hmm. uh, probably too much so thankfully it comes to like with instagram or emails and stuff like i can be pretty quick to respond to those and that's not much of a a task uh when it comes to developing the film and scanning and all that i've kind of learned to like schedule myself a little bit more and be like okay mm -hmm. it, i i work because i still work a full-time job as well so doing like yeah. you know 12 to 8 30 i'm like okay i come home at 8 30 i can you know develop maybe 10 rolls, let them dry, and then I'll scan them in the morning before I go to work. So that's been really helpful, like scheduling and planning things more versus just like doing it when I feel, mm -hmm. um, which has also turned it into more of like a job, I guess, like. Not even a job, like it's just more work. so like, you're just, I guess, like creating an agenda for yourself. A and exactly, like, yeah. You know, it, so it's done like in a process where like one for one, you're not missing any any points or anything like you're not messing up anything Two, exactly. you actually have the time to get the turnaround done. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then like most of the money that comes through Niagara Film Co goes mm -hmm. right back into it. So like I started with a, a Patterson tank that could do three rolls at a time. Uh, mm -hmm. I then upgraded the one that could do five rolls. I've upgraded my scanning setup to be faster and more efficient. I've recently bought a machine that allows me to like, like I used to do it all by hand. So it'd be every 30 seconds, I'd have to invert the, the chemicals and kind of keep an eye on it. So wow. it was literally like 20 minutes of sitting there staring at a timer and every 30 seconds inverting it, which causes inconsistencies because it depends on how hard you invert or how fast, like it was just ridiculous. I got it a machine that accurate. does that. Yeah, it wasn't as accurate. So now I have a machine that does all the inversion process and all of that. It uses less chemicals. It's faster. That's why I was able to drop my prices. Um, so that's been a saving grace because I can set the machine to run and prep the next batch, which is really good. 
Wow. And the fact that you did it all by hand just shows kind of... I want to say, like, well, yeah, your determination with it to keep it going. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people will have the idea uh, for doing stuff like this. Like, having their own business and running something. And see how much, like, supplies they'll need. They'll just think they'll need, like, the best of the best, of course. And see everything they need and just kind of flake out because they think they can't afford it but you literally took it by hand every 30 seconds for 20 minutes and now you've grown to the point of having a machine that does it for you yeah that's the like that, that's actually a perfect example like people that like want to start a business or look into a business and they're like oh man it's going to cost me way too much money to start up or the amount of work that's going to go into starting up like if you're willing to put that work in at the beginning, like if you're passionate enough to put that work in in the beginning, after a certain amount of time, it's going to pay off where like eventually you can hire people to do those jobs for you. So you don't need to or mm-hmm. buy a machine that makes it easier or whatever. So it's just like getting over that initial hump of being like, man, this is a lot of freaking work. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm miserable. I just worked a full day getting yelled at by customers and now I have to do this film or like whatever. But it also has to be something you're passionate about. So, mm. I was going to ask you, um, how do you keep kind of like your, your motivation through it all? Like, obviously, you do get some, I'm going to say, na- na- I don't know if you've gotten any like negative feedback or negative like um, responses from clients, but you probably have because you've worked with a, with a few a fair amount now. Um, how do you keep like that kind of like drive when like ne- you get like negative feedback from? Let's say a client that you thought you know everything went really well and you explained everything very thoroughly everything was crystal clear but then they just come back like a 180 of like negative or you know just rude kind of email or call how do you keep kind of keep your motivation or like spirit high in those moments uh yeah i think <laughs> i think i've um what's it called like benefited from working in retail and stuff like that like you kind of just learn that sometimes like like somehow you you just can't make somebody happy um and and it's very upsetting obviously like you put your work into to developing the film or like scanning it and color correcting it or whatever and like even you know sometimes going back and forth and talking with them and adjusting the scans or doing whatever and they're still not happy in the end you kind of just have to like look past that to the next thing the biggest thing that like motivates me to keep going is we have a lot of really cool stuff come through like some photo like i almost every time i do a batch of film there's at least two or three photos in there that i go damn i wish i shot that or where is that i want to go so being able to Mm -hmm. see those and create those and bring those images to life for people is the the biggest thing so i kind of just look at like the really good sides of those and kind of use that to counteract the the not so great side thankfully it doesn't happen too often i that's good not too many times <laughs> all right but i think we're gonna wrap things up on the podcast um if you want to tell people where to find you uh yeah for sure uh so you can find um my film developing business on instagram at niagara film co uh also the website is niagara film.co uh, and then my personal if you want to follow my photography at all, if you have any interest in that, is J.R. Kingdon. So, yeah, but, uh, that's where you can find me. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure.
I appreciate you for stopping by. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. And if anyone is listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, we're also available on YouTube. And if anybody's watching YouTube, we're also available on those platforms. And for all the updates on the Talkly Podcast, it's talklypodcast.com. We shall see you guys next week. Thank you.